De facto podcast is privileged to have been founded on Wadjuk Noongar land. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of this land and express our sincere gratitude for their ongoing guidance as we work in their community. We own it. We own it. Own it, Papa. All right. Ready? Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Everyone in line. Line up. We're ready to go. Stand forward. Why was that so aggressive? Right. Get in line. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. Hello and welcome back to our bonus episode where we are going to give you some unsolicited advice on yep. your questions. Yes, we are. We have nothing to talk about beforehand no. because we're double dipping in recording. We're, we're so fresh we, out of conversation. Well, we got nothing else to give each other. <laughs> yes. So, um, and we're also pre-recording this, so you guys have something in your lovely ears for yeah. you. For you. Yes, you can thank us later. Okay. All right. Question number one. Should we get into it? Yeah. Also, we're called de facto as well. That's oh, is that <laughs> that's the introduction. Yes. Um. So let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. Question number one. I'm 28 and have been dating a guy who is 40 for the last few months. We really like each other and getting along really well, but are just such different time. We are on such different timelines. <laughs> Nicola just added in her own little <laughs> sentence that actually didn't just, exist. I was pre-reading and then I realised it wasn't there. I was I was guessing and it wasn't there. Filling in the gaps. <laughs> Filling in the gaps. All right. He wants to settle have kids, and I'm about four years away from that. My friends know and are supportive, but I don't feel comfortable telling my family about him because of his age. Mm -hmm. Will this relationship work with this big age gap when I'm so young? Two, if I'm embarrassed about this relationship, does that mean I shouldn't pursue it? It's still early days, but the feelings are starting to escalate. Mm. Well, great question, listener. Thank you so much for sending (laughs) that in to us. Thank you. (laughs) Um, That age gap is nothing. It's nothing. It shouldn't really be a problem. My best friend, they have the same age gap. She's 28. He's 40 with kids and they are an absolute match made in heaven and I couldn't picture her with anybody else. They um, are just on the same page with everything. He already has kids. um, So around the kids situation, I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but it doesn't, I think it's something for them to like, I don't know what their conversations are basically, Mm. but in terms of the age difference, it doesn't it doesn't seem to impact them, um, and I have really amazing relationships with both people in that mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Um, however, I feel like if you're saying you're embarrassed about the relationship, I would really be thinking about why that is. Is that just because you haven't dated someone a bit older? Um, I guess it would impact you if your family and friends weren't supportive. I think that would impact me with any relationship regardless of the age difference. Mm, yeah, true. But if you're embarrassed about someone, that's something definitely to think about. Mm. I think the kids the kids thing, it's a conversation to be had. Maybe not right now but in the future. Mm. Um, and maybe you guys can come to a compromise because compromise is very important in relationships. It is. Yeah, I agree. I think 28 and 40, 12 years, not that big a deal. Yeah, give me a bigger age gap, I girl. think if he was 30 and you were 18, way different. Like your life, your life stage is completely different. Yeah. Like by the time you're hitting 30, you're maybe thinking about like you're not going out as much or you're not quite doing what you did at 18. Mm. So I can understand that age gap. 28 and 40, 
like if he was 35, I'd still say you're very much on the same timeline, right? Yeah. What's five more years? Yeah. I don't think it's that, nah. like, I don't think that's that big of a deal. I think if your friends are supportive, and why would your family care? The only reason I could maybe think is if, like, you had a brother who was 40 or, like, a sibling that age. I know sometimes people can get weird about that. Mm -hmm. But also, 40 is the new 30. It is. (laughs) So 30 is the new 20. 40 is hot, babe. I want a 40-year-old. Give me a 40-year-old. I feel like they're mature. They know what they want. Yeah. I think it could maybe is he thinking he doesn't want to have kids like, he doesn't want to be much older when he has kids. We know, obviously, it's not as much of a big deal for men. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think their biological clock's quite the same. Mm-hmm. However, he might not want to be, if you're thinking maybe like four or five years, he might not want to be 45 when he has his first kid, which I can also understand that. Yeah. Like, I can see that's quite old. Well, yeah. you know, older. Not impossible. Older. I just feel like for the right person, you will both compromise. Mm. And I think if you've only just been dating for the last few months, you probably don't know if they're the right person or not yet. So exactly. I think you should put in a little bit more effort, yep. get to know them a little bit more, and then make and then start to have conversations yep. where you can talk about compromise yep. in it. I agree. But then also I feel like the 40-year-old if he really wants that, maybe you're not the right person for him mm. then because he obviously can't force you to have kids any earlier. Obviously, we know it's a lot more of a burden on a woman, like mm. not a burden, but a lot more of a responsibility and um, sacrifice to have a child as a woman than it is for a man, especially if you're yep. like working in a really good job or you just don't want kids yet, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But I think if he ends it with you, is it then going to take him four years to find Someone anyway. Someone just as amazing, as amazing as you. Yeah. I think you've got to stick it out and get to know each other. Enjoy the honeymoon phase right now and see where it goes and have some conversations. Yeah. I don't think you should be embarrassed about it either. No. You can't be embarrassed no. about your relationship. If that is a big problem, if you are embarrassed and you cannot let it go, then I would say stop pursuing yeah. it. But I, you, yep. I, yeah. I've said this. I'm not. I'm going to stop repeating myself. Why are you embarrassed? Are they a dropkick? Yeah. Or are they a really good person? Because they're a really good person, successful, polite, lovely. I don't think age should be a big deal. Nah. Not at that age anyway. No. All right. Yeah. Question number two. My ex and I recently broke up after two and a half long years and thank goodness for that. However, while we were together, I kind of started developing feelings for his single best mate. Of course, I never acted on them during the relationship. And now that the ex and I are no longer together, the feelings are still very, very much there. His best mate always treated me better than him as it was. The best mate would just do little things that I wish my ex had done, like explain things to me rather than just shrugging it off and ignoring me, ask how I'm going and really listen and not just half listen to me. But now that I am very much single, I don't know if I should act on it and if I acted upon it, how do I go about it? Ooh, the ex's best friend. Classic classic scenario. Look, if you've dumped me, I'm coming in hard (laughs) for your best friend. Hard your kids, hard your wife. I am coming in. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think, okay, did you dump your ex or did your ex dump you or was it amicable? Because these are really key factors. If your ex dumped you, fuck it. You know, he doesn't want you. Go with his go with his hot best friend, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's steps to that. We'll Stay get into toxic. That. Stay, Stay toxic. toxic. If you dumped him, I think that's kind of dog to like, I don't know. It's it Yeah, I would agree that it is 
it's not dog, but I say not ideal. But if the ge- your feelings are genuine and from this, it very much sounds like you you are interested in them. I think you got to pursue it. I think life's too short to potentially let someone go that you might have a really beautiful connection with. But I think you've got to approach it in the right way. Um, yeah, and I think also could depend. Okay, what did she say? Two and a half years. That. I guess is a significant amount of time. So you would have had a long time to get to know his friend. And you've put you recently broke up. Yeah. You've I don't think you can act straight away. And I'm I'm guessing because it says, however, while I was together, I started developing feelings for his single best mate. So did you break it off then? Because obviously if you're developing feelings when you're in a relationship, you're not 100% in the relationship, right? Yeah. Like you shouldn't be getting feels. Or was it a grass is greener sort of thing? Like he was the single hot one and you kind of just like visualised you dating him. It might not be what it's you've made it out to be in your mind. But again, I think if you feel like you've got a connection, I think it's definitely worth pursuing it because you don't want to lose that connection because it is hard to come by. It is, it is. But I think you, if you've recently broke up, you've got to, I think, wait a little bit. And then what I would do if I was you... I would keep them on social media 100%, maybe wait six months. As in the, the friend? The friend. Yeah. Block the ex in the bin. Um, keep them on social media. I would probably wait six months. After six months, now this is a plan. Mm-hmm. Little reactions to their stories that they're posting. Yeah, okay. Yep. Just a few every now and then. Dangle the carrot. Just a little like I'm still here. Yep. Still thinking of you, doll. Noticing what you're putting out there. Um, and then... You've got to come up with a smart way to be able to message them to start the conversation up again. If they live somewhere maybe not near you, you could say, oh, I'm going here. Like, I know you live there. Do you have any recommendations of Mm -hmm. that? Or, I don't know, you've got to come up with a smart way. Find out where they hang out. Maybe. And go there. Bump into them. No, come up with a reason to message them. You can't. I don't think it can be a, hey, how are you going? I think, first of all, you've got to come up with a reason to message them. So make it up. I don't care. Pretend you're going on a holiday where they've been on a holiday and you want to yeah, ask them for a good one. Like, oh, I saw you in Japan. Can I get some tips? Yeah. And then how are you anyway? Yeah. Boom, you're in. And then also gauge his replies. Yes. If he's giving you short answers and not continuing it, mm-hmm. you're not in. You're not in. Yeah. He's probably doing the right by his friend yeah. by not engaging in that. Because, again, he might not be feeling the same way about you. You might also, yeah, you might have, like... I don't know, fantasise that he was treating you really well and flirting with you, but maybe he was just being a good friend. Yeah. So it could go anyway, um, but I do think you've got to wait probably six months. Yeah. And, and I think... No, I'm talking. You go. In those six months, I don't think you should just be holding on to the thought of him. I think no. go out there, live your life, yeah. experience the experiences. Yeah, don't think about him. Try and move on. Because at the same time, if he's your one of your ex's best mates you're going to be in your ex's life so did you break up amicably or Mm. was it toxic because if you broke up and it was a shit show and you can't be in the same room together chances of his best friend dating you slim pickings quite Mm. low because he's not going to then you know drag you in there when that's his best friend like you they still hang out with them so they go out for drinks they go out for dinner Like, you're going to have to be in his life. Yeah. Unless they're not complete best friends. So rekindle with the ex. (laughs) Make sure you're all good. There's no hard feeling. Yeah. Okay, what about this, though? Is it up to her to tell the ex if they did date or is it up to the best friend? It's up to the best friend. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, I agree. 
So it's probably not actually. Your loyalty is not with the ex, babe. No. So shoot your shot. Yeah. But also expect to be hit down. Yeah, because you could go either way and yeah. wait a little bit of time. Yeah, definitely. All right, next question. Help. My partner and I have spoken about getting engaged. We've been together eight years and know the exact ring I want. He, however, has always joked, or I think he's joking, he wouldn't spend that much on my ring, 10 to 15K, and that there's a lot more things we could put the money towards. While I know it's expensive, I also think about the fact how his expensive items I don't, e.g. an expensive golf set. (laughs) Am I being unreasonable to want an expensive ring? What if he proposes and I don't like it? Can I be truthful, seeing as how he has always known what I like? Is he being unfair by not getting me the ring I want? He is is she saying he will spend ten to fifteen K and that's a small amount and she wants more than No, that? no, I think she's saying um he always jokes or I think he's joking, he wouldn't spend that much on my ring in brackets ten to fifteen K. So I'm guessing she knows what ring she wants and it's around the ten to fifteen K mark and has told him and he's joked and said, No, nah, I wouldn't spend that much on a ring. Oh, I'm conflicted. Is he joking because he's got the ring? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Is he setting you up? If he doesn't get you the ring, I'm just like that. if you've got your heart set on something and you really, really want it, that would be shit. However, is the fact that you guys are getting married and starting your new life together like more amazing and you can fucking buy the ring you want down the track when you've got your joint bank accounts anyway. <laughs> use his money then. Yeah, true. But, true. you know, is it – I understand it's a big thing for some people, the mm-hmm. ring, and you want it – and I guess if it's – I know, you don't want it to be ugly. So if you do get an ugly ring, I don't know what you do about that. But yeah. is it is it more about the fact that he's committing to you and you're going to then commit to him for life? Is yeah. that more the beautiful thing and that's what you should be focusing on? Very wholesome answer. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, again, this is not my area. <laughs> I've never come anything close to this. So, Nicolette, take it away. I I don't really know because I had – okay, before we got engaged, I had maybe been like, oh, that's a cute ring, like once or twice. So I think he Zach had an idea of the style I liked, but I was completely caught off guard, so I didn't know. That he was okay. Nicole, they had been together for like four, five or six years. So you weren't caught off guard. No, no. Okay, what a child bride. <laughs> Me still thinks I'm 18. No, when I mean caught off guard, I mean I knew it was eventually going to happen, but I didn't realize it was going to happen that soon. Yeah, as in when it happened. Actually, this is really funny. When Nicolette got engaged, she was up in Exmouth, <laughs> and she had messaged me. I think we might have told this story because she was camping and had messaged me later in the afternoon, saying like, "Oh my god, there's whales." And Kate she, left she, me on red. Because her plan was like, I'd be like, oh, my God, FaceTime me, show me, and then she would show me the ring. Yeah. But instead I saw it, was Trey jealous and ignored annoyed that it. I wasn't there and ignored the message. And then the next day I had to say I was on the phone again and I'd be like, oh, there's an echidna. Do you want to see it? And then Zach was like, there's an echidna there. I was like, where's the echidna? Where? I was like, Zach, shut the fuck up. Me, after I showed the ring, Zach. But where's the echidna? <laughs> I still want to see it. <laughs> okay, back to the back question. Back to the question. <laughs> a little bit of a side <laughs> I think, oh, I think depending on your income, I reckon if you guys are both on like an average income, if he's on a lot of money, I don't think 10K is a stretch. I think if he's on 100 plus K and you've been together eight years, get her a 10K. Pay me what I'm worth, babe. I reckon mm-hmm. if that's all, you, if that's what you want, he knows what you want, and he has an expensive golf set. I don't know how much golf sets are. No idea. Couldn't care. A couple of grand, maybe for an yeah. expensive one. What do you use that like every couple of weekends? A ring you wear for your whole life. 
True. So think about as as a lifetime well, investment for your whole life. Well, not at these yeah. rates. No, fifty percent divorce rate. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, yeah. So is it is it going to drain his savings, and then you're going to have to start from scratch, or does he have the money there? I think if he's got the money there, I don't think it's unjustified mm-hmm. to request that. Mm-hmm. However, would I would I say I don't like it? Depends. Was that ugly? Is it nice ring, but maybe just not as expensive as you thought it would be? Because mm. I think that's fine. But I think if, if you know the exact style you want and he proposes something completely different and it's really ugly, then, yeah, maybe you could say something. Mm. I just think back to when my brother proposed to um, his now wife and we saw the ring, it was exactly what she wanted and she said if Christian didn't – if my brother didn't get – the ring that how he got it made. If he didn't get it how she had said she liked it, she was like, he's an idiot, not worth, not worth marrying because I've made it very yeah, clear. I think that's what it comes down to too. It's yeah. kind of like he's completely disregarded everything you've said. Mm. You have to wear it on your ring for the next six years mm. on your ring finger. I think, is he not listening or does he just not want to spend the money? So yeah. I don't know. But also, if he can't afford it, maybe you could make a comp- compromise and put money in towards your ring as well. Yeah. Like if he only wants to spend six grand and you really want a 10 grand ring, maybe say you put four grand in. Yeah. I, don't think that's, I don't think that's bad. Mm. And I just want to clarify, she didn't say he's not worth marrying because they would have married each other regardless because they're very in love. But her point being, he should know what ring she wants because yeah. she's made it clear. Exactly. I think it's more the style and what she wants. Like yeah. if you're clearly a gold person, don't get someone a silver ring. I think that would mm. call grounds for divorce. Grounds for divorce. End yeah. it. See you later. Before you're even married. On to the next. Yeah. All, All right, right. Next question. It's your turn to read Is it. Is it? Um, no, it's yours. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Help. I don't understand the last hurrah mentality for buck slash hens parties. You don't get to behave single just because you're about to get married unless that is agreed upon by the people in the relationship, of course. And I would argue that marriage doesn't sp- significantly change a lot of relationships now, but nowadays because so many people are de facto beforehand. Oh, de facto. I should actually say de facto. <laughs> what difference is the is this making? You're, you're already committed. I'm just in shock that so many people think that they can cheat on their bucks slash hens nights. And I'm curious to hear other people's thoughts. Okay. I didn't realise people thought they could cheat. Yeah. But I think the more I've been hearing this, I think it's maybe just not the circles we run in. But apparently it's quite common. Yuck. Yeah. I, think I mean, each to their own, each to their own, each to their own. What justifies cheating? Like, because some people might think getting a lap dance on your bucks is cheating or your hens. Whereas other people might think, oh, that's nothing. I'm only thinking as if they slept together. Mm. Right. Right. So do you think it depends on that? Do you reckon she means – I reckon she might be in, like, sleeping together. Yeah, I think so as well. Because it's, like, last hurrah. Um, okay. I can see – in terms of, like, having a last hurrah, I can see the fun of, like, just the boys going out, just the girls going out, mm-hmm. I guess whoever, and having, like, a night together on the pierce, having a really fun party night. Yeah. That's what I would want for my hands party. The Like, being physically intimate with somebody else – does not fit within my personal no. realm of what I would think is appropriate behaviour. Like you shouldn't need to have a last hurrah in that sense just before you marry someone. Like I agree. And you shouldn't you shouldn't have been you're together at this moment. So that would if this is what you had decided being intimate was cheating, then it would be cheating regardless of if you're married or engaged. Yeah, I agree. And I think I reckon maybe maybe I'm just biased, but I feel like men definitely have that more 
the bucks, the strippers, like a lot more of that mentality. Whereas I feel like when girls get strippers, it's kind of like, woo, like, like it's not really like, oh, fuck yeah, he's so hot, like let's take him home. Like mm. I don't think any chick at the party is thinking that. It's just kind of like, Hee. Well, my friend did go home as Well, your friend did go home as But she wasn't, it wasn't her her hen's party. Like most people like, it was a great story. Get well. your willy out. Like a little bit like that. Whereas I feel like guys at bucks can actually be quite creepy. Mm. Like a bit like, oh, yeah, she's so hot. She's got her tits out. Not so much the groom, but like maybe the surrounding people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I don't agree there. And I feel like it's, okay, 99% of the time I'd say it's the dude that proposes, right? So why are they always the ones like the last Okay, we're, very, we're being very cis-hetero in this moment. Yeah, I am, but I'm saying most of the time. But I'm also uh-huh. talking about bucks and hens. So I'm talking about bucks party. In a bucks and a hens, there's a buck and there's a hen in that In this scenario. scenario. It's more likely that the buck has proposed to the hen. Yes. Is that what you're saying? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then they're more likely the ones, and, like, this is obviously heterosexual relationship, like the the ball and chain or, like, the wife. Oh, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Those shitty fucking terms people use. <laughs> I just got real ochre then, didn't I? <laughs> fucking terms. Mac-in Don't terms. call me. I hate being called a missus or a ball and chain. You're the fucking ball and chain. You're weighing me down, bro. You've been weighing me down for too long, so you can fucking get out of here calling me the ball and chain. I hate the ball and chain. I'm like, you propose. Like, I don't remember them holding a gun to your head asking you to propose, man. Yeah, bro. You just designed the ring and got Mm. engaged. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I agree. I think cheating on, like, sure, maybe a little lap dance if you've got a stripper there because I feel like the dudes do that to the bride. And then I assume the chicks do that to the buck. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Bucks Party, but yeah. I assume that. You can get whipped by the stripper. You can whatever, but I just don't think you should be like being Touching. physically intimate no, with them. I but agree. also always be respectful of the stripper. The stripper, the oh yeah, the male and female stripper, whoever you've got there, be very respectful of them. Don't be disgusting. Yeah. This is their job. This is how like yeah. It's keep it professional, guys. Above board and professional, please. And tip them. If they're giving you little oh. extra lap dances, tip them. Tip them. Tip them. Not with the shared account. <laughs> <laughs> Not from my shared account. Not from my shared account. Right. Ask me a question. Okay. How often are couples having sex? I always feel that sometimes I'm Hold on. You've skipped the, reading the long one. Yeah, because I don't want to read the long one. I'm picking one. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, go. Start again. Okay. How often are couples having sex? I always feel that sometimes my partner and I do not have enough sex like other couples do. I have a lower sex drive and he seems unbothered by the amount of sex we do have. I feel like at the beginning of the relationship, the honeymoon phase is a lot of sex and then it always fades out. Is it normal to only have sex once a week? Why'd you put 23 minutes next to it? (laughs) (laughs) What? That was for Lainey to know when we said stop. Oh. Have you sex for 23 minutes? <laughs> Fuck no, 23 minutes. Um, t- that's a long time. <laughs> okay, definitely in the beginning of a relationship, you fucking like cats and dogs. I'll tell you that much. Well, for me personally. Um, and then it does taper off. But I think I've had, in my first relationship, I wasn't really that interested in having sex and it was probably a mission to have sex like once a week. Mm-hmm. In other relationships, like I reckon like a good for me, what makes me feel good and happy and secure, because I really like being intimate mm-hmm. with my partner, is three or four times a week is what I would like. Three or four times a week? A week. Um, however, I know it's very different for people. What are you having? sex are you having? Well, is that including FIFO? <laughs> no, when he's here. When oh, he's but here? that's different because you probably 
I'd say three times a week a when day. he's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also other stuff throughout the week. You know what I mean? Not always, not always the full Dean. So do you, you never? Go. Do you have moments where you'll just like do like? I guess it's still sex, but have oral sex and then not have sex yeah. after. <laughs> Why? Why is that weird? I feel like for me it always like it will always go to oral sex. Yeah, but like I mean, vaginal penis sex, <laughs> penetrative, sex. penetrative sex. Nah, nah. Sometimes it's actually encapsulated sex because we're not using penetrate anymore. Mm. I'm encapsulating them into my magic yes. clam. What <laughs> the magic clam? Nah, I think obviously sex is good, but sometimes when you're feeling lazy. True. Right. I did. I can agree to this point in this question where she's saying that she has a lower sex drive, mm-hmm. but ha- however. He seems to be unbothered by that. So I'm thinking she's like, I know why I don't want to have sex with you as often, but I'm now feeling secure that you don't care why. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I definitely have moments like... Like, why do you not want me? Yeah, I've definitely had moments in my relationship where I've been like, why aren't you initiating sex as much? Because it does make you Mm -hmm. feel... You don't feel as attractive. You feel a bit undervalued as well. Yeah. Um. Is it normal to have sex only once a week? I guess it's different for everyone. Exactly. I know a girl that said she has sex twice a day and they're married and they've always had sex twice a day. Twice a day? I'm like, where's the time? I don't yeah. even shit twice a day sometimes. And also I always like to have a shower afterwards and yeah. and then, you know, calm down, relax, you know, yeah. chill out. I'm like, if you, quickie, I need to have a shower. I just otherwise I feel weird afterwards. Yeah, yeah I can't leave that. I gotta. So if people are just doing these things left, right, and center twice a day, do they work from home? Because if you both work from home, I could probably see that. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I'm not sure if they work from home or not. Yeah, but yeah, I think twice a day, having yeah. sex one time once a week it was probably normal for yeah. a lot of people. I just did a live Google. And it says normal is whatever feels fulfilling for you and your partner. Oh, fuck I off, know, fuck off. Give us a better answer. But then it said a 2017 study said that the average adult currently enjoys sex 54 times a year. Which is once less than just under once just a week. Just under once a week. So, babe, I think it's normal. But I think if you want to have more sex with your partner, I would definitely have a conversation with them about that, as I have done in the past, because I can totally understand how it makes you feel. Um, when someone's not initiating sex. Yeah. But also, are you, is he just not initiating it? It was he, right? I think they said he. Um, hold on, hold on. I always uh, my partner now. Okay, my partner. Which could be oh, anybody. He seems unbothered. Okay, he. Um, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he feels bothered that you're not making the move either. So yeah. maybe you could just have a conversation about that too. Have a chat. Like why? Maybe he's got a lower sex drive. Guys can have low sex drives too. Mm. Maybe he's stressed. Um, does he drink a lot? Sometimes that makes people yeah have a lower sex drive. But yeah, he could also be feeling stressed. Is a um, thing. No, like not wanted, not and that's wanted. making him not want to initiate because it could just be like a full cycle effect that yeah. you're giving off to each other. Once a week, though, is is normal. Yeah, as we now know. I just looked it up. The single woman. So how much sex is single woman? Let's have oh a look. God. Oh my god, thirty. So this is done with hundred. Uh, sorry, a thousand women. This survey. Thirty-eight point three percent of single women are having no sex at all. A year. This is a year. Jesus. Ten point six percent out of the thousand are having sex once a year. Ten point six are having sex two to five times a year. Single women, by the way. Fifteen point six percent of single women are having sex five to eleven times a year. I'm guessing this is just a once-off sex. Not even like the same. Like not even different people. 
Or like, you know what I mean? Like it's not like five partners. No, this means sex. Sex once. 10% an average of one bonk per month. Bonk, interesting. 6.7% getting jiggy with it every fortnight. Oh, the dream, babe. (laughs) Or every week would be the dream. 1.7% have average one sesh a week. Single women. Okay, 5% two times a week. And finally, 1.7% of single women are getting it three to six times per week. Hop off, queen. Hop right off. This is what I need. I need someone that I can have regular great sex with and mm-hmm. they're reliable. Yep. Once a week, minimum. Minimum. In a relationship? No, 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 as a single gal. Okay. Oh, no, because you just said three to four times a week in a relationship. Yeah, three to four in a relationship. Yep. As a single girl, I would like ideally once once a fortnight mm-hmm. Minimum, uh, max. Once a fortnight. Minimum. Minimum. And then, I know I just said like once a week before, but I'm changing it realistically. One time, once a fortnight minimum. And then definitely room for increasing that 100%. But I don't want to be, I feel like I would prefer it to be with the same Mm -hmm. people. Yeah, so a a little roster. A little roster for sure. Everybody fits on the roster. Yeah, exactly. And I can, you know... Basically, what I'll do is I'll print their pictures out and I'll do like a little mm-hmm. winner of the week yep. and then loser of the week yep. and then I'll move and them then around. <laughs> change it up. Yeah, depending and on how they go. rate their route. Yeah, I'll rate their yeah, route. Yeah, easy. Like a little Excel yeah. spreadsheet And or then she puts in the group chat and we all have a chat about it. Yeah. Pros, cons, what could improve. Yeah. Yeah. But I did get told to me the other night that the communication during sex was really good. Well. So thank you. That's because I less. am a sexologist. And exactly. So. And you, you're not afraid to tell them. Nah. Don't hook up with Kate if you don't want direction because she'll give it to I'll you. I'll tell you what to do. She'll tell you. But which I think is good. Not enough people get enough direction. <laughs> Me? Roll here. Do this. Lift your hips up slightly yep. and lower and a little bit more, a little bit more and a tiny bit up. Yep. Hold your hips and don't move. Let me go. Thank you. <laughs> and stay where you are. Stay where you are. going to get a drink. Don't you move. Stay. Me? I'm just going to just put some music on real quick. Literally. <laughs> affirmations. Right. I did this. I was like, lift up, lower, lower. Up a little bit more. Hold it. Don't move. I've got the rest. Thank you. <laughs> and pause. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> and action. Thank you. Don't back and move. Exactly. <sighs> I think that's fair enough, though. I think that's a good amount. And I reckon, would you, like, if it was, like, a dud route or average, would you would you bother going back? Mm, okay. If they could have been nervous. Mm-hmm. I'd feel like no sex is, uh, well, actually, well, I had had really great sex on, on the first go. Mm-hmm. But that's, I feel like, not common. It's how you got to work on it together, get your rhythms right. Yep. So I feel like, yeah, I would give it a couple more goes. Okay. See if they're willing to learn. Like, if it was, like, dud, dud in that they just starfished and you did, and you did all the work mm-hmm. and they weren't communicating or they weren't trying. They didn't seem, they weren't trying. Or a selfish lover. Oh, I've had selfish lovers. Nah. nah. No time. Then nah. But if it was just because you both got different rhythms and you're just trying to figure each other mm-hmm. out, I'd give it another go. 100%. All right. How many times before you gave him the boot? Three. Three? Th- third time, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, first impressions do matter, but I feel like being nervous can definitely impact that. I get nervous. Yeah. I go, well, I don't want to go on top. Until I'm confident, I'm like, fucking, I'm leading. Spread your legs. I'm going. I'm going. It's <laughs> just my time to shine. Thank you. Exactly. I've got a weird rhythm, but it works for me, so you're just going to have to hold out. And that'll okay. be fine. Okay. That'll be fine. Exactly. All right. Well, yep. I think that's the end of our questions. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for coming along to our bonus episode. We hope you learned something. 
You know, we, yeah, we hope you did. Yep, found some facts, learned some information, and took our unsolicited advice on Born. So we this was our bonus episode. So tune in next week or maybe. Depending where we go. We don't know. For our normal one. We'll see. Um, on all the ins and outs, what to do in your dating life. If you like the podcast, please give us a follow on Spotify. Leave a review at the podcast app. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at DayFacto. That's D-A-Y-Facto, where we post cool stuff in general. All right. See you next time. Over, Over and out. out.